Hello and welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It? Podcast. I'm your host, GB. Thank you all for the birthday wishes. It meant a lot. I had a good birthday. I'm back now. Got a special guest. to. He actually kickstarted the era of the New Age Narcissist. Please give up for Jordan Sparks. Hey, didn't stay, mate. You're good? Yeah, man. I'm good. Yeah, what about you? All good? Yeah, not bad, man. Can't complain. Friday's tomorrow. Everyone knows where I do this now. I get excited for the weekend because I don't work weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, might have something lined up. Um, but I think most of them will have a chilled weekend. But yeah, it's, it's good, man. I can't really complain. But we're here to talk about not necessarily your weekend, but we're here to talk about your career, what got you into wrestling, talk about some of your highlights and why you call yourself, well, not necessarily call yourself it, but why it is the era of the new age narcissist. So let's dig deep. And as a theme, I like to go back to the beginning of the show, find out where it all began. So if you can tell me what got you into wrestling in the first place. Uh, well, um, my I had an older brother, right? Mm-hmm. And he, um, I, I don't know why I said I had. He's still alive, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's um, he's one of the reasons why I got into it. He had, like, he was a real big fan of the Attitude Era. Yeah. Um, I had two videos that I watched just religiously. Uh, that was No Way Out O three and Royal Rumble O three. Those were like my two main pay per views. No Way Out O three, Montreal. Really good show, underrated. Like three it matches, is. like just the main event, like Hogan, Rock Two, uh, Austin's return. Uh, I know it was a shit match, but I kind of like the build up. <laughs> Triple H, yeah, yeah. Designer, but yeah, no, that's some good, that's some good shows to watch. Yeah, like that's that was by far O three Rufus Aggression era by mm. far just for my in my opinion the best era just in terms of everything. Like mm. you get the best quality of matches. Like I love the Attitude era, but like. You don't get the same quality of matches that you do. Nah. Like the Rufus Aggression area, you know? No, no, no. I, I absolutely agree. Um, I mean, I, I kind of grew up just before the Rufus Aggression and actual era. I'm, I'm getting mm. old. But I think the Rufus Aggression, you've nailed it. The wrestling is so much better than it was in the actual era. If you go back and watch, especially 99, some of the pay-per-views, they really don't hold up that well. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're not as... um, they're not as, Especially with the modern style that you see now, mm. they're, no, they're nowhere near. You know, there's some no. matches like... Uh, 03's obviously Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, that Royal Rumble match. That's, in oh, that's amazing. That's in my top three. You know, it stays there. It, you know, it's modern. It's a fantastic match. If anyone hasn't seen it, it's on the network. I mean, you can you can find it under Kurt Angle. Yeah, but, yeah. But the match itself, oh, it's a thing of beauty. That match, I just ah, oh, especially the last fifteen minutes, just. It's pure wrestling. So yeah. if you haven't watched it, go out your way, pause this interview, watch it after. It's um, absolutely tremendous. One question I've not asked for a while, and I feel like I want to ask again because it's actually quite a fun question, is if you can go back in time and you can pick one match that you could be there live for, I may feel like we're going to get the answer ready, but maybe you might have a different answer. What match would you pick and if you can give a reason as to why you want to be there as a fan? Oh, um, there's just, there's so many. I mm. mean, I could go on and on. I mean, one of them for me, which I probably would like lose it, is quite a. I don't know if you get this answer very often, but um, Bret Hart versus One Two Three Kid. Well, my four championship. Best. It's probably uh, one of my favorite matches of all time, mate. I'm not even saying it. There was a few tweets where I tweeted that. Yeah, like just that moment of um. I, like, I go back and think of it like, oh, if I was watching it as a fan and I was mm-hmm. watching it like, you know, a kid, like, if I watched it and seen mm. that, 
uh, without any spoilers, like you're going into it without knowing who's yeah. going to win. Yeah, like that awesome back and forth. Mm-hmm. Bret Hart gets the, you know, gets the pin, but uh, one, two, three, yeah, gets the fill on the rope. Like I'd probably be losing it. I, you know, like I, oh, hundred like, percent, made you invested, you know. Oh, mate, it was an amazing match, honestly. Like, you see, it was an influence to Darby Allen and CM Punk's first match mm. in um, AEW when he came back after, like, 10 years or so. But the match holds up really well. I, I absolutely love it. I think I watched it about two years ago. I watch it kind of every couple of years. And it's just, if anyone is getting into wrestling, just wants to learn a bit of basic psychology and just little things that you can do in a match, that is one match to show, you know, as an influence. But I say it's like I'm a fucking professional wrestler. I'm not. I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> well, a podcast host who just doesn't shut up sometimes. Um, like, no, the, <laughs> like, like, like the match itself, like, yeah. uh, again, they, like they didn't do anything too fancy. You no. know, it made you care that much. And uh, like, obviously, the length of the match mm-hmm. really made it because you really did think that it was going to go into the whole, oh, well, yeah. you know, Bret Hart just beat him. But, uh, you yeah, know, it's not very clean. But obviously, Bret Hart gets the match restarted because you don't want to win like that. Six always gets him with the roll-up, um, you know, like just like just after he's just had a reset. So, you know, uh, they, they didn't do anything which is too crazy. Mm. That's the main thing. I think it's, it's, it's superb. I, I think it's it's incredible. Uh, this, talking to you about it now, it does make me want to go watch this after this yeah. podcast. Uh, I mean, at the time of corner, I'm going to watch the second half of Barcelona, Man, Man, not Man Madrid, Man United. I'm the one that's supposed to know football, but yeah, whatever. But no, I actually do really want to watch that match. I'm not going to lie. It's just, ah, oh, I can just never get bored of it. It's so fucking good, honestly. And the fact that it's two baby phrases, you know, it's modern wrestling, it was two baby phrases, one automatically becomes a heel. Yeah. Not in that match. No, no. And it's just the yeah, it's just a true respect that they have for each other as well. It's really, really, really good match. Um, so what inspired you to become a professional wrestler? When did you know you want to lace up the boots and you know get in the ring? I mean, you know, for the sake of, I mean, I'd always wanted to try it. It was mm-hmm. always something that I w- always wanted to try since I was such a big fan. Um, you know, coming out of uh, uh, school and that, I think. Mm-hmm. I started watching back when, so I stopped watching for a little bit after I had those videos. Yeah, and I kind you still of have the videos, by the way. Just like yeah, yeah, I still had the videos. Oh yeah, nice, yeah, nice. the videos. <laughs> Your um, brother, that who is alive and well, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's alive and well. Yeah, he's alive and well. Um, so, uh, it was kind of like I lost interest in it because the current product at the time was. I mean, it was still good. Mm. You know, like they, it was when like the shield was on there. You know, they just started doing their thing, but um. I started picking it up again when NXT started getting really hot. Yeah. Like, um, the black and gold brand. Like, it's just, yeah. 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 Like, not, uh, it was like about a year or so after, you know, you had your Cesaro's and Adrian Neville's get pushed up to the main roster. Yeah. It was kind of like just at the tail end of Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, that back and forth rivalry for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, towards the tail end of that. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the one moment that made me really think, okay, yeah, I, I want to do this was, um, I went to see NXT live in Plymouth, um, and I was a well, I was a real big. I still am a real big Mark. Um, yeah, Bobby Roode. I was a big fan of TNA. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So like, I heard the news that he got released, or like you know, and there might be rumors that he might be at NXT. I was like, ah, oh, well, you know, uh, it'd be cool if he was there, but I hardly mm-hmm. doubt it. You know, it's in Plymouth, so. And then when he turned up there, and that whole show top to bottom was one of the best shows I've ever seen live. I was like, I think, I just turned to my dad, I was like, I, I think I really just want to give this a go at some point. Like, 
So we can actually thank Bobby Roode in a way. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you not know, just he, him, but like that kind of that moment when you see someone live. Yeah. I think it does. I mean, you know, he, yeah, I mean, he's not that was no care, pun, by the way, because yeah. yeah, I mean, he's not going to care, but you know, it's um, it, it, like he's a real big mm. like influence in terms of like again, he's like I feel like he's a modern he, he's a modern guy still, but mm. he works old school and he's you know very storytelling driven. I think it's excellent. I think it's extremely yeah. underrated. I think his main roster runs has been so disappointing. Really? They really did drop the ball for him. Unfortunately, he's got quite a serious injury at the moment. I think it's to his neck. And yeah, that's a yeah. shame, man. He's just so wasted. NXT, his NXT run. Oh, oh amazing. Glorious. Yeah, that's incredible. Oh, man. Bobby Roode. What, what a guy. I loved him. And the it factor, which I can see has inspired you maybe a little bit. Um, yeah, the new era. Uh, not new era, sorry, the new age narcissist. That's what I meant. Uh, if I actually might have got that wrong at the beginning, I trip out my words. <laughs> I, I, I even think it's my own background, you can see on the screen, because this is the same color as that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good yeah. But, um, no, that's, that's cool, man. That's cool. Um, when did you make your in ring debut? How was that? Do you have any friends or family there? Or was it, was that, was that during the pandemic, by the way, by any chance? Uh, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. Um, I mean, my in ring debut. Um, it was uh, in Exeter and mm -hmm. it was against Eddie Ryan so I mean and he's like a really big deal like especially in the southwest of England so like mm -hmm. that for me was like a real big test especially with like I mean I've been training maybe a year at this point mm -hmm. and like you know um, I thought I'd been training really hard and I thought I'd be ready um, you know but when you get out there, it's just a whole different ball mm. game. There's a whole different, you know, beast. So you can train only so much, but when you're out there, it's a different ball yeah, game. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, in, in front of a live crowd like that, you know, um, anything goes. You know, mm. anything can go wrong. Anything can go right. But yeah, um, yeah I, I still uh, hold that match like quite uh, near and dear, just because like even with my like obviously lack of experience, I still lack mm. experience now. But, but that's um, that's that's gonna like that's gonna help you in the long run, definitely. Like you know, some, like yeah. you, know, play, you know, go harder. Like you know, who's someone more experienced? Not as on a level. It's a wake up call, but it makes you realize, oh, actually, I do need to step up. I can improve on this. Where you might have felt a bit confident, but it's things you can adapt and you know learn from as well. Yeah, exactly, and uh, especially being in there with Eddie as well. I mean, like mm -hmm. he's just such a such professional. You know, uh, such just like a real good uh, just. Storyteller, you know, like when it comes to storytelling, he's one of the guys who, you know, if I ever need any, you know, advising for backstage, I'll be the first, he'll be like one of the first people that I ask for yeah. any feedback or advice or anything like that. I respect that, man. I respect that. Another person I know you've been in the ring with, uh, or at least know, uh, Omega Luke, a friend of the show. Uh, someone yeah. I know outside of the podcast, uh, I actually met him before the pandemic, lovely guy. Actually, uh, an influence. Um, to me in the podcast because I actually went on this show he used to do like Facebook and we used to do the wrestling before he's decided I'm going to do foot manager and make a massive massive living of it and he's doing really <laughs> yeah. well very happy for him and yeah cheap plug for you Luke but nah he's, he's, he's a good man <laughs> so tell me about your experience with Omega Luke well um, me and Omega Luke um, we're actually uh, well I, I'd say we're quite good mates don't know about him <laughs> but you know um <laughs> You know, um, there were times when I was at university, um, yeah. which is what me moving from my hometown Swanage 
Uh, I moved to university, and that's when I got involved in wrestling. Um, yeah. It was nearby. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Omega Luke would, he would be the, one of the first people to give me, you know, a uh, lift to wrestling training, you know. So oh, that was we started kicking off, you know, yeah. um, mates back and forth. But, um, yeah, that's that's mainly where uh, we started moving up the ranks together in training. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, ever since then, you know, we've had matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a couple. How was he in the ring? God, tell me. I'm not trying to like stir anything. <laughs> in the future match. Uh, I'm promoting. I'm promoting it. I'm, joking. I'm Eddie Hearn. But now, nah, continue, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, yeah, yeah, it, it was all good. I mean, you know, uh, we wrestled down in. Uh, it was oh, whereabouts was it? What was the venue? Um, it was in. Oh, I can't think of it now. But basically, OCW Live was mm-hmm. where we started wrestling. He's tag team champion there at the moment. Yeah, and um. We actually had a couple of matches um, over that belt. He beat me twice. Can't believe it still, but, you know, he managed to pull it out. But, um, yeah, I think he's he had a match recently for them. Um, they've had a venue change. I can't remember where. But, yeah, um, yeah no, he's yeah he's doing good. He's kicking off well yeah. at Reach as well, you know. Yeah, he's a very busy man. Family, content creator. And has time to wrestle. Yeah. Got nothing mm-hmm. but respect for him. Like, he's, he's a good lad, though. Hopefully, you two get the ring again. And, you know, let me hype hey. the match up if you can. You know? Yeah, man. I've been Maybe watching those Reddy Hearn videos today. I'm just, I'm in a like <laughs> promoter mode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hyped about the Jake Paul in. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really bad, man. Jake Paul in the Tommy Fury. Like, I'm just. Oh, yeah. But I really want to watch it now, just because of how it's been hyped, and like it just feels like a wrestling match, you know. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the thing with like all these combat sports. Really, like you look at yeah, even the UFC. I mean, they're doing sometimes they're doing wrestling better than wrestling. Mm. You know, like in terms Spot of like, like, with that, mate. You've nailed like it. building storylines. Yeah, you know it's all real, but they're doing it in a way that makes you. That's makes what makes that's what sells the tickets. I mean, you could be the best yeah. fighter in the world, but. You know, sometimes it's just the, the gift of the gab. Get making people believe, basically making people want to pay to see you get your ass handed to you. That does help, yeah. and people forget that. And I think that's a bit of a lost art in a way, like just promos a little bit. I'm not saying everyone oh. has to be the rock or old oh, yeah. Hogan or anything, but just you know, a bit of storytelling. Yeah, like I can sit down and watch like a world class championship wrestling. I can I can mm. sit down and watch anything from the eighties like that, just because like. It's the the character work, you know. Mm-hmm. It's so compelling. It makes you care. Um, one of my like, one of the guys that I draw heavy, heavy influence from is this um, uh, gorgeous Gino Hernandez. He's nice. just, he for me, he's like probably top three uh, mm. biggest influences. Top three that I can I can sit and watch. I don't get bored of mm. like uh, his match with Kevon Eric. It was just one episode of... Is that the, the hair one? No, no. I know you had a hair one, didn't you? Chris Adams. He did, yeah. Uh, this was... Um, oh, 80... I want to... Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. If I get this, this wrong... This one of times I, I, I can't help you this <laughs> yeah. one, man. You're, you're on your own. I'm um, going to Google this. <laughs> I want to say it was like 84... Yeah. Or 85... 84, 85, 86. Around that time. Uh, yeah, match with... He was like a big time with the Von Erichs. Um, mm. Obviously, because they're such heartthrobs. And um, yeah, like that match was just... Especially with Kerry, you know, God, he's huge, huge. So that's it's like that huge size advantage. But um, they just had this match, which was just like it. You didn't, they didn't do anything crazy again. Like it, it was all 
amount of storytelling and the crowds are just so hot for anything. Mm. Like, you know, is it on any the, assume if it's is it on network or YouTube or Daily Motion? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on the network. Yeah. That's um, fast, man, because I, I really like um, Kerry Van Everett, like some of the stuff. I mean, I know when he came to WWE, he was a bit limited because he actually had like one foot. I mean, yeah. some people, most people yeah. know, but some people don't. And he just wasn't himself, especially after the crash and his brother's deaths. And he just mentally wasn't there. But yeah. if you see some of his stuff before that with the Freebirds and, oh, it's amazing. Oh. The fans, yeah. to them, it's real. And I love that. I really do. Yeah. I love that energy and just... Not everyone, not everything has to be, uh, you know, at work or we have to know the ins and outs of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And you brought the Freebirds. I'm a, again, I'm a big fan of Michael Pierce Hayes, especially during that era, you know, like, again, he's not the, he's not, he's not the strongest worker, you know, but mm. like the things like the, his in-ring limitations, like he more than makes up for with his charisma. He's got yeah. this like, natural way of getting so much hate you know you literally want to join in the ring and kick that guy's ass yeah i'm not gonna say yeah. ass i'm not american but and like he looks like you know he, he, he he's not the biggest guy in the world so yeah. that's a part of the appeal as well you know he's not a huge 250 pound giant you he, know, he did look like i mean not so much now he, he just <laughs> can't take him seriously now yeah but back then he did look like a rock star he did that's how yeah. it looked yeah he's the, the frizzy blonde you know the whatever the mullets and yeah rugged beards and just you know and they all look cool though as well but some stuff then so it's like my first suppose you did watch the documentary of the i think it's the triumph and downfall of uh world-class championship wrestling yes yes i did yeah that was my first exposure to it all properly and i was just like uh, that came out like years ago and i just remember like gina hernandez someone you've just highlighted and i just i went to go watch some of your stuff on youtube after i think it's before everything was on the network yeah. this guy honestly just he was so good yeah yeah no um my real big exposure to him was um obviously the dark side of the ring episode you know they had yeah. that uh that was my first exposure to him and i remember watching i thought god this guy is like just so good mm. all of his He's really work. cool yeah he was he was he was cool but the best part about it is he didn't he didn't feel forced mm. it was like a natural thing so you know yeah. i see the I started off watching his promos and he has the one where he's, you know, just stood outside his Learjet, you know, and he's going on about, you know, the clothes he wears, the women that he's with. And I was like, i got to watch his stuff. And his stuff is, again, just classic storytelling. Anytime any face gets their hands on him, they're, mm. they're screaming. They, they, they want him dead. I really like hearing wrestlers talking about like going back and watching older stuff instead of just keeping up up to date with what's you know on the screen now. And I, I feel that's kind of just, you know, adds to your knowledge of the game. Yeah. Because I think a lot of that stuff people do forget about, but it worked then. A lot of times it's gonna work now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look look at MJF. Look at any match that you're Perfect. doing now and then yeah. go back and see anything, anything that, you know. Any heel guy in the territory is doing, you know, Tully mm -hmm. Blanchard, Gino. You look at any of these guys from the eighties, and MJF's, you know, he's he, he's using it, but he's manipulating it and putting it into the modern style mm -hmm. to make it make sense with the demographic that we got. You know, yeah, no, you've nailed it, you absolutely nailed it, mate. Uh, we are to, we we're talking about like getting booze and reactions. I want to come back to you and your matches, uh, which can be seen on YouTube, um, LDN Wrestling. Uh, mm. You're not very popular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fans really do enjoy booing you. <laughs> um, yeah. So I want to talk about, like, does that 
does that either does it get to you or do you feel it kind of just encourages you to want to just do better and just prove them wrong and just you know rub it in their faces that you know you're the wrestler you're the talent they're not they're jealous oh i mean like come on i mean it might be in the best reactions boo I mean, yeah. if, I can you, if i can get you to hate me then you're like, doing your job yeah exactly that you know they're I'm putting butts in the seats and they're seeing me, you know. But like in my opinion, I I feel a lot more comfortable being booed mm -hmm. and um, you know it I, does look natural to you, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's something that I you know, I I I don't even know why. It's just I don't know it feels Jealousy. You know, to panda, you know, to panda the people of Essex, my man. I mean, I, I'm from Essex myself, so <laughs> I'm not going to bad mouth everyone from Essex, but you know, some just I don't have taste, man. I just don't yeah. have taste. You know, it, it, it is what it is. You want to boo me, you boo me. You know, they pay their money, man. But like, yeah. if you've either like get a reaction, or just like people just texting away, just you know, yeah. like that. That's the worst. I said no reaction is a bad reaction. Yes. Yeah. I. I understand. I agree. If you get no reaction, if you solicit no feedback from the crowd, mm. that's probably the worst feeling. Oh, 100%, mate. 100%. I'd be like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the matches I'd like to discuss with you is one that I watched as well recently. It's a tag team match at Street Fight. Uh, you and Steve Savage, someone you have been in the ring on the opposite side, but teamed with, and that was against uh, Jay Lamrod, who was on the show uh, last week. He actually announced his retirement. Um, all the best to him, though. And Toby Valentine. So, you had a tough fight. Um, fortunately, it didn't go your way. So, sorry about that. So, bring a downer to this bar. There's some highlights. So, I wanted, I want to ask you, how did it? How did you feel going into the match? Did you feel going out of the match? And, you know, what did you learn from it? I mean, considering it was my first ever street fight mm -hmm. I've ever had to be a part of, you know, I feel like it went so bad. You know, I did, didn't get busted open, you know, didn't get seriously hurt. I mean, it still hurt, but, you know, could have been worse. Um, I, um, again, I don't know how up to date I am. Did you say Jay Lamrod has retired? Yeah. Oh, you don't know God. this? No. <laughs> no, so he um, said, I was like... Yeah, so he came and show last week, and I've, when he first came out with it, he just goes, oh, I've actually got something to say as well. And I was just like, fuck. Um, yeah, so he wrestled his last match in Dubai, uh, where he won the tag. This, this is all it's all been spoiled in the episode, but if you do listen to it, it goes into detail. I won't spoil it too much. I'll put the link in the description below, you know, views. But obviously, like, yeah, yeah, he actually yeah. did say it's okay. <laughs> and he just announced basically, like, it's it only so much amount of time if he continued, you know, God knows what would happen. So, hung up the boots, explained why. Um, I said it to you after the episode, but I'm, a lot of people didn't know. I think he said, like, only a few people in the match out there. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I had no idea, but you know, and even the person that organized for me, like he helped me, um, basically got in touch with Jay and stuff. He actually said, like, yeah, I didn't know either, so yeah, but bit of a shock. It's crazy, man. I had no idea, but, um, yeah, no, the I mean, the street fight itself, yeah, I mean, you know, especially since I put the beat, I put the boots to uh, Toby Valentine earlier in the show. Comes out and still wins it, you know. But like one thing I do have to say was that that crowd in Falmouth. They were was... into it, man. They were into it. That's one thing I was gonna mention, but I oh, know I want to hear. I mean, I know she used to being booed, but the crowd being involved, invested in the match. Yeah, ju just in general. I mean, I 
I don't think like that was one of those times where it kind of just felt like you were just like trapped, trapped in like a time capsule, you know, like mm -hmm. that was like a different crowd. Like you go to, you know, a crowd today and like, it, it's a good crowd, you mm -hmm. know, but like, there's still some, there's still some like uh, work to be done. Like you still got to get them to hate you. You still got to educate them, you know, but like, it didn't matter. Like I went out there and it was just, just like, I just saw four men going to war. Yeah. 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 It was just, it, it was, it was just ridiculous. Like, it, it wasn't even like a case of like, oh, we went, you know, the only case of like, oh, we went out there and we put on such a clinic. <laughs> so it was just a case of like the crowd. You know, we, we, we had Benoit and Angle <laughs> Rumble 2003. <laughs> Five stars. You could have gone in there and done anything. Mm. And it was like, they were just up for it, you know? The crowd are invested, man. It was a good match. I enjoyed it. I'd highly recommend it to anyone. Um, not just that match, but they can obviously find a lot of your matches as well. Um, Get on YouTube. Yeah. So I'm doing promotion for you. God damn it. It's going to be Eddie in <laughs> yeah. mode. I'm not promoter. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> um, no, that's that's cool, man. That's cool. If you... So going future-wise, um, where would you like to wrestle? Not, I mean, not just England, but like it, maybe even in England, but anywhere in specific, like specific locations or any other countries that sound out to you. Like what have you got, what have you got lined up or anything you want to do in the next year or so? Well, I was going to say, but before you said, you know, anywhere in the next year, I would have said anywhere, you know, anytime, anywhere, any place. I want to go everywhere. But um, I mean, in the next year, um, so I'm actually looking to go to the States um so uh i'm looking to get into dr tom pritchard's wrestling academy really and, yeah oh, that's cool yeah, yeah 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 i'm looking to go there with a couple others mm. um Did you, and, you're um, still at a pretty young age like yeah 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 um I'm, not that, though. Uh, I'm looking to go there hopefully because you still have to apply and all that mm -hmm. sort of stuff to get in and you know make sure you have your fees paid um I'm looking to go there uh, July. Uh, so July this year, fingers mm. crossed. Hopefully I'll make it in. If not, then if I'm honest, I've already saved the money. I'm going to go to America anyway. Yeah. Get, Is it, would it be your first time in America? Uh, it will, yeah. It will. Yeah. So it'll be, be exciting. Like you won't even end up getting like, I mean, if you do like, if you ask some people before, maybe online or whatever, you might be able to get on some shows. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it works if it's actually that easy, but you know what I mean? Just Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, just anything like that, I'm, I'm more than happy to, you know, mm. get any sort of uh, matches out there. You know, I'm looking to expand as much as I can, basically. Mm. No, that's cool, man. I mean, the guy fucking had a hand in helping The Rock. Uh, yeah. It's a mid-carder, but... <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, he didn't do much. <laughs> I think his name's Dwayne Johnson, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I wish the best, you know, best for him there. But no, that's cool, man. Last question for you, and then I'll let you go. It's a fun question. I like to uh, end the shows with this question: Dream dinner party, three guests, dead or alive? Fiction, fictional fiction. Fuck, so I can't think today. Um, yeah, anything, anyone that pops into your head. You're the host. You're going to be chewing your ear off and the chat with them. I'm tied up to you, mate. Who would you pick, and why? Three dinner guests. Doesn't have to be wrestling either. Gives you a little break from the wrestling talk. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Those are the first people I go to. <laughs> so, well, well, actually, we did we just squeeze a bit Jake Paul there, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, first Tommy Fury. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, uh, 
I mean, well, Gina Hernandez has got to be on there, you know, nice. easily. That's how we mentioned. Nice. Um, God, I really got to think about this one now. Um, I mean, again, uh, it's not for the current day before I get any sort of hate for this. I'm not about, you know, that current day. I got a feeling you're going to say. I'm, I'm, I'll be saying, then what? No. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's not just what No, I'm not, no, I don't want to go to dinner with him. I think I'll be all right, you know. <laughs> all right, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> so we're not actually laughing about the situation. It's just... <laughs> okay. No, no Jericho's fine. I mean, I'm not, I've not been enjoying his AW work, though. Um, it, it's not really well. You know. About the last, like, two, like, just since the pandemic, it's been really bad, mostly. Yeah. It, it, it's just been, like, it's not the same sort of, like, he's, again, he's found a way to always make himself relevant. I respect that. I do respect that. You know? I just think he's on TV too fucking much. You're Chris yeah. Jericho. Yeah. You don't need um, to be on TV. Right? You just, we, we should be all, like, hyping you every few months. I'm not saying, like, Brock Lesnar, that sort of schedule, but, yeah. yeah. Well, like, you know, when, when he's on the road with Fozzie, you know, it's perfect time for him to be a part-timer, you know? We, what we need to do is, let's fast, we, we just need to make Fozzie really successful, keep buying <laughs> the albums, get them bigger tours, bigger stages, and then maybe he'll take a break from AEW. Fingers yeah. crossed. There's probably some Fozzie fans in the comments like, fuck yeah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's why I had to be like, oh yeah, before I get any hate, all I'm saying is, you know, like, I mean, what a great mind, you know, like, always I've got one. Stuff. I'm going to add to that question. What um, version of Jericho? Oh. I got two in mind in terms of, like, era of Jericho. Obviously, like, the WCW Cruiserweight champion, Chris mm -hmm. Jericho. Nice. I mean, that'd be a pretty awesome, you know, conversation to have with him. Um, either that or, I mean, I was about to say 03, but then we're missing out 08. Jericho, you know, with the suit. The suit, Jericho. That's the match of Shawn Michaels. Oh, that feud. That's top three feuds for me of all time. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Ridiculous. It's how it starts match. from Flair's retirement to Jericho winning the belt. Like in that yeah. ladder match, no mercy. Just uh, yeah, the way the tight yeah. onto the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, you know, the iconic moment where he's punched him, he's held on some Punched his wife. Oh, yeah, actually, actually connects as well. <laughs> Just crazy. Um, and last guest, God, there's so many out there. Um, I'm just trying about just wrestlers. I want to, oh, I mean, you know, oh, I'm gonna come away from this. There's gonna be so many that I've missed, and I'll be like, oh, I should have said that person. Yeah, yeah. oh, can I go back on again? Can I go back on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so as long as you don't say Ben though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me keep that one under wraps. Um, I mean, see, now I'm looking, now I'm thinking about impact, and now it's just all going up in the air. Um, yep, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> curry man, no, um, I mean, you know, I'm well, I'm gonna say Christopher Daniels, it's a you know, it's a crazy one, but you know, I said curry man now, so Christopher Daniels, why not? I mean, two out of three have never been said in the show, respect that. Jericho, I believe, has been mentioned one or two times, but I did actually ask which versions of Jericho. Christopher Daniels hasn't been mentioned, and Gina Hernandez, like, fair play, man. I like I like that, man. Look, that's probably the best in the story you are. That's, that's sick, that, man. 
As we are at the end, Jordan, is there anything you'd like to say? Anything you want to promote? Anything you want to get off your chest? Opportunity is yours. We are finished. Yeah, no, nothing. I mean, you know, if you want to go follow me, you know, um, at Jordan Sparks PW, it's one of my socials for Instagram. Again, it's linked to Facebook, so, you know, I'm not really that big on, uh, I'm not a real big social media guy. I got no mm-hmm. Twitter. Uh, I'm not about that. Um, Does it explain why I couldn't find her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but other than that, yeah, you know, um, thanks for anyone who tuned in to watch. If you actually cared about watching, <laughs> my fans care. My fans care. <laughs> okay. People of Essex care. I know they boo you at the shows, but deep down they care. Yeah, jealous. They're jealous. I'm joking. People <laughs> of Essex. Actually, I love Essex. Yeah, love it. But um, <laughs> nah, Jordan, thank you for coming on, man. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I've had a really, really good laugh. Um, just anyone did get offended, but we literally weren't laughing about what happened with the situation. Ben, more I was just laughing no. at that he could have been named. That is it, because you know what people like. They just, uh, yeah, I know. They'll, Here's yeah, one. They'll... No, truly enjoy this chat. It's been a really good chat, mate. I wish you all the best. Hopefully, you do get into the school uh, in the summer for Tom Pritchard, one of the best coaches. I'm as I said that Ricardo the Rock, trained by him. So high hopes for you, my man. But I wish you the best. Um, if you can like this video, that would be fucking awesome. If you can subscribe to the account, that'd be even better. So I can continue producing awesome episodes like I have done just with my man, Jordan Sparks, um, the new age narcissist. But for now, everyone, if you also, if you could follow him on his social media handles in the description below, if you could follow me as well, along with him, that'd be awesome. My details on the description below as well. Much appreciated. I'll have more episodes of what you call it podcast coming out next week. But for now, everyone, I hope you all have a great weekend. Go on, Jake Paul. Hope you win. Take care, everyone. Peace. (laughs) Hello there. I've got a special announcement for my next guest. Hello, everybody. This is Taya Valkyrie La Huera Loca, one-third of the Death Dolls, and you are listening to What Do You Call It? Podcast. Yeah.